and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt-Azar of The Playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And as always, when you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to it on iTunes, make sure to leave us a five-star rating. If you find it on SoundCloud, make sure you share, subscribe, all that good stuff like that. And while you're in the act of subscribing, be sure to subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. Keeping with our 2019 NFL Draft prospect interviews today we're joined by Sanford Bulldog defensive lineman linebacker edge rusher whatever you want to call him Ahmad good how you doing man I'm doing good man what's going on how you doing I'm doing all right man and I kind of let in that way because you kind of can do it all you played DN at Sanford you were at outside linebacker down at the tropical where where I first saw you uh I was the broadcast on that game and so you can do a little bit of both so let's let's start from there before we move any further when you look at the position you're playing, um, where do you see yourself best fitting, and how was your adjustment going down there to the Tropical Bowl and playing outside linebacker, something that you hadn't really done throughout your career? Uh, I mean, well, I see myself as a pass rusher uh, first. I mean, that's that's the skill set that I developed while I was at Sanford. Uh, I feel like that's something that I do best, um, just go- coming to a football period. Um and going down to the tropical bowl, they had me listed as outside linebacker first, as like a primary position. So I wanted to, you know, it was it was a lot of scouts down there. So I wanted them to see that I could move in space. You know, I could cover a little bit, uh, play some linebacker if need be, because they already see my uh, defensive line stuff all on tape. You know, that's my resume, uh, defensive end. So <clears throat> it was it was just a real adjustment being down there because I had to learn a lot about the defense and coverage and um, leverage playing linebacker with holes to fill you know uh, just a lot of a lot of mental stuff in the span of like two days and we hit it at practice that next day so you know it was uh, a lot of things were just going on the fly and you know I think I could I could hold myself uh, I can. I can hold my own playing that linebacker spot, you know. So it's some things that I got to learn too. Uh, got to work on coverage skills, you know, that man-to-man stuff that I've never repped. My first time repping that down there, but um, I'm definitely not uncomfortable at that position whatsoever. It's interesting because it's like, let's say, for instance, I was a running back. So it's like going from fullback to running back. Yeah, you're still in the backfield, but both positions require you to do a little bit uh, things differently and. Your, your your vision is a little bit different playing closer to the line of scrimmage as far as playing off as far as fullback and running back. So going from DN to now playing with your hand off the ground, how did that uh, sort of alter what you normally do uh, or what you normally did throughout your career? Well, uh, I played most of, most of my career. I played my, my hands. I played in a two-point stand, so I ain't really have my hands on the ground, just depending on certain formations. But – I mean, it was definitely a change in vision, you know, seeing, being able to see those guards pull and uh, being being able to recognize the different blocking schemes to know where I needed to fit, looking at the formations and reading those, you know, a lot of stuff that I didn't have to do when I was on the line of scrimmage. So, you know, that was, that was something different. But at the end of my collegiate career, that was something that I was um, picking up on and bringing to, bringing to my game, even as being an outside rusher, being able to uh, – notice uh different positions and different um different uh formations being to know what the offense runs out of those. but it was it was a fun experience being being able to you know venture off into that different world world at linebacker 
was what I like about you guys' uh, game and, and where you're coming from is because a lot of people don't know the SOCON is a strong football conference and playing there, you get to see a little bit of everything. You see triple option teams. You see teams that air it out like yourself. You see teams that spread. You see a little bit of everything, power running team. So going back to the SOCON and, and playing at Sanford, how did playing against those teams week in, week out, kind of help make you a, a more well-rounded pro prospect? Because it was uh, it was just uh, each week you never you, – you just got something different. You know, one week you playing a triple option team where you're going through all these other different adjustments and you got to uh, focus in to be able to uh, execute a plan that coach has for this specific team. And then the next just, – just like you're saying, the next week we may be playing a spread team that – airs it out and you got to be able to change your focus to be able to adapt, change your mindset to execute the plan that the that coach has for that team. So uh, it was just, and then some teams you have, they tri play triple option and they out the gun with it. So you you playing a little bit of regular football and that triple option world football. So it's just uh, being able to be smart, um, being able to know the, the different formations, just being able to adapt on the fly sometimes. So, I mean, I, I feel like that really prepared me as um, just being ready for whatever or <clears throat> not limiting to not limiting my, my ability to just playing that defensive end while I'm just rushing the pass or, you know, I'm just rushing teams 11 games out the season, you know, I, you know, I'm going lateral, up the field, covering people, uh, recognizing blocks that uh, I don't normally get, you know, just just stuff like that. That's probably why you were able to make that transition down at the Tropical Bowl so seamlessly because of what you had to go through throughout conference play uh, while at yeah. Stanford. And, and let's talk about the Tropical Bowl. When you got down there and it's an all-star game and it's a unique all-star game because you guys got two practices and then you have a game. So what was your experience like, and what were you trying to accomplish when you got down there? Well, first off, my experience just just a little overwhelming. You know, you just seen a whole bunch of different guys from different schools. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of talent down there. Um, I just wanted to first. Off, I just wanted to show that I could be able to compete at that level with those guys. Those a lot of talent. You know, the talent being down there. Um, it was it was a major emphasis on me to be able to know the playbook within that short period of time, uh, making sure I'm comfortable because when you're comfortable at the at, at a position that you're playing, then you're just able to play so much faster, <clears throat> and it shows on tape. So I think that was that was a major emphasis, what, uh, being down there and being able to to translate my game into another position. Uh, just I just wanted just to show that I could compete. Really, you know, play 110 percent through whatever. Um, be able to show that I'm fluent through the linebacker drills and just you know whatever whatever comes up, just showing that that I can play ball. That's the most important thing with these All Star games, man. Because I can only imagine what it's like being out there where you have guys that can determine your future just watching you and no one's saying anything and, and everybody just observing and you, you out there trying to practice and you look, you look over and you see somebody from, let's say from the Bengals writing something down in his notebook and he could be writing his grocery list, but you look like, man, what I just do? Like now he writing. So it's, it's just crazy how that, that kind of adds to the tension, but you played some big time ball in, in college. So I'm pretty sure you're used to that. And when I want to go back to your college days, how were you utilized in that defense? Cause I like how aggressive you guys were. Because 
you're not the first to come along from Sanford's second level, so to speak. You guys had two good linebackers uh, last year as well. And here you come, you know, one of the best players in the EFCS consistently over the course of your career. So how were you used in your defense where you were able to have success amongst other great players on, on that side of the ball? Well, I think uh, I think first off, Coach Coach D, he uh, our defensive coordinator, he he knew that I was an athlete, um, and that uh, with that any, anywhere he put me, uh, I would be able to do my job kind of you know a little bit better than some guys. So with that, I mean he he knew my talents, and with that he used me. He he knew that I was good off the edge rushing, and that I. I was I was smart. I could be able to. I, I had a strategy coming in the game that I could work the offensive tackles, be able to. I watched enough film, and to be able to um, <clears throat> recognize tendencies and things like that. So coming when we had like team where we had where we they passed a lot. He would let me kind of do my own thing sometimes, unless we had like a design blitz. Well, I would follow the blitz, and even on some design blitzes, he would have me dropping. If if it came down to it on the game situation, I would be the guy that dropped if need be. Or um, we had a couple favorite blitzes that he knew that um, I kind of – I say remixed them, you know, kind of add a little salt into it, a little spice, where he knew I would still run the design blitz, but I could, you know, work, work my way through it. And he knew that I – I was successful doing those things. So, you know, if if we needed something or we needed some big pressure, he would he knew he was he was he, he knew me well enough to okay, I've been good running this blitz or I've been good freestyling doing my own thing and he knew when to switch it up. So, you know, I was just blessed to have a de- defensive coordinator like that that uh trusted in me to get a lot of a lot of things done for the defense. I know it has to be hard for for you uh knowing that you're you were the, uh, I want to say the key cog in that defense where people had to focus on so your opponents came in. Okay, we got to stop Gooden. We got to make sure he doesn't live in the backfield. And that put a lot of pressure on you. However, you were still up for the Buck Buchanan Award, which is the top defensive player in, in college football at the FCS level. What preparation went into your week knowing that nine times out of ten, you're going to either see slide protection, guys are going to double team, tight ends are probably going to chip, backs going to probably chip. They had to move you around. How was your prep going into a game week to where you still were able to be super productive? Well, I mean, first off, uh, first off, just watching film, seeing how they protect, seeing when they did um, when they did their slide protections, which ways, and I knew if it was coming to me uh, during certain certain things like the back lined up to my side or just something like that. So just um, the our defensive coordinator, our defensive staff are putting a plan to, you know, kind of use that to send other guys to get some pressure. But I knew myself that okay, I know I'm getting these double teams, so I know some a guys coming free. But at the same time, you know, I know that when <clears throat> when I'm in the backfield, it's gonna it's good things are gonna happen for the team. So I'll just try to be able to recognize that, come up with a move or come up with a plan that. I can be able to, you know, because I mean, when you when the bats come to you, when you get up a team, sometimes even triple team, you know, some, sometimes it's just nothing that you can do about it. But I mean, I would just try to try my best to be able to get as much pressure on the quarterback, or as much pressure in the backfield as possible. So sometimes it meant taking on two dudes and fighting. Sometimes I would have to just kind of evade the back or, you know, it, it just some, sometimes it, it just on the fly, just whatever happens, just by, by any means, try to be disruptive, try to be menace back there.
football is one of those games, man, where it, it definitely is. You, you get it should be a college course with how much you learn and during the game. What is it about the game uh, that that you have taken away that is the biggest lesson that you've learned? Just to be patient and to um, you know how to overcome adversity because. I mean, patient and adversity, I think those go hand in hand because when something bad happens, that does that just doesn't necessarily mean that things are over. You know, you got to have good faith. So I think those are the, the biggest things. Uh, I've, I've developed a tremendous faith with my game, tremendous patience. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough when you may get banged up one play and you got to be able to fight through it. But it's not, you know, just because you got banged up, it's not the end of it. You know, you can still come back and, and, and make something happen. What I what I have noticed over the course of, like, doing these things since 2007 is, is where, you know, people could be super productive. Players like yourself could be super productive. Yet and still, people still don't know about you. As much football as they watch, as much as they see you guys play constantly, especially against big programs like Mississippi State this year against – uh, Florida State, they still don't get a good grasp of what you bring to the table. So for those that may not know about your skill set, what game would you point them to to say, you know what, this game right here tells you everything you need to know about what I bring to the table? I'd probably say the Florida State game while I was in there. <laughs> Why so? I mean, because uh... – I mean, everybody looks at them. They're they're a big they're a big FBS powerhouse, um, and I've just felt like that game. That was my actually like really my first game of the season, and uh, I was just ready to play. You know, I didn't really I didn't really care about the name or who were playing or the guys on the other side. I just wanted to you know I just wanted to play and do my thing. I felt like uh, I had a lot of good pressures. Um, I, I was I was kind of hot that game. Uh, another game where I was hot, uh, Furman. But I mean, too many FCS schools. Too many people don't know about them. But you know, I think that Florida State game. I was I was on while I was in there. Absolutely, that's a good one to pick too. That's one I would have said as well. You definitely found yourself in the backfield a lot uh, against FSU. Where are you training right now? I'm in uh, Grossetti Performance in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Nice. So you're up there fighting the cold with everybody else, man. Yeah, tough guys only, man. Yeah, <laughs> tough guys only. I like that. Where where can people follow you on social media to keep track of your journey as you make this trek toward the NFL? Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Ahmad underscore Gooden. I'm on Twitter, uh, Ahmad Gooden. Uh, two nines for the for the two uh two, for the two O's and Gooden, and that's how you find me on social media. Nice, man. Well, listen, Amaya, it was great to see you down at the Tropical Bowl. Do your thing. Watch a lot of film of you. You're a really good player, and we wish, we wish you the best of luck moving forward. All right, man. Appreciate it.